brought to you by the Mutual Audio Network. With a name like Mutual, it has to be good. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. This episode of Bells in the Bat Free was originally released April 14th, 2009. In the last very odd episode of Bells in the Bat Free, John Bell matched wits with the devil. So you think you're smarter than I am, huh? We'll see. The devil wanted his soul, but John Bell tricked him into giving his soul instead to... A cat. All right, you win. The cat gets your soul. That's it. Well, at least you don't have it. Neener, neener, neener. Having lost Mr. Bell's soul, Old Scratch recreated the Bat-Free building and let Mr. Bell be. There's your building. Hope you're happy. Goodbye, good riddance. Ha, ha, ha. To you, all I need is my cat and my soul. Although John Bell's memory of the event is sketchy at best. And who were you exactly? And... Why is this cat following me around? And now we continue this rather convoluted plot in Bells in the Battery number 86. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bells in the Battery episode 86. Yes, we are in a brand new building. We'll go exploring that in just a few moments, but I do have some guests lined up, and I want to get right to them. There is hope for us toe fungus sufferers. There's a new laser procedure that's making the rounds, and uh, the FDA warns to only go to certified legitimate foot doctors to have this done. And to show the dangers of not following that advice, I have invited an uncertified bogus foot doctor into the studios today. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. And I assume that's not a real medical degree you're carrying with you there. Oh, no. If you look at it closely, you'll see it's my lifetime membership certificate to Chuck E. Cheese. Of course. Okay, let's get this procedure underway. What do we do? I brought along my laser here. I'm just letting it warm up. It gets uh, to the temperature of roughly the surface of the sun. Wow, that's pretty hot. Yes, and there's a lot of radiation involved, so I wear this uh, lead cover over my chest and these goggles over my eyes. Uh, shouldn't I be getting any protection? Is that shirt cotton? Cotton polyester? Yeah, that'll do. All right, how about my eyes? They're very lovely. All right, now I get the laser over here. Whoa, isn't this gonna hurt? Don't I get any kind of, uh, anesthetic? All right, you big baby. Uh, here, take a couple of these. What are they? I don't know. And we fire up the old laser. Ow! You cut off my toe! There goes your toenail, fungus. It'll be $200. Ow, 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 I am not paying you one red cent, and you need to get out of here right Right now, or else I'll do something desperate. Big talk, buddy. I'll sick Miss Schmackelheimer on you. I'm out of here. Mm, that's really smart. Hi, Mr. Ah, Arnie, help me find my toe. Well, I couldn't help but notice that a few moments ago, this little fuzzy critter in here looked like a cat, and I think it grabbed your toe and it ran out. Oh, that's just great. We don't have any cats here, Arnie. Maybe it's some sort of. You haven't been experimenting with genetics or anything. Oh have no, you? no, Mr. Bell. That is an interesting idea, though. Forget I said anything. Just keep an eye out for whatever this thing is. And is my next guest waiting in the hall? Oh, yeah. All right. Send him in, please. I'm, I'm ready to go. This is going to be a serious interview now. So I've got to just forget the pain. Forget the pain. Maybe you should take more pills at that doctor. No. Never mind. Okay, fella, come on in. You have a seat right here. The guy with the bleeding foot is Mr. Bell. Arnie. And uh, in just a second, he'll start the interview, okay? Okay, okay. Uh, let's uh, play the music, please. What music? The serious interview music. We've never needed any serious Find interview Find something. No. Hurry, we're running out of time. All right, um, here. No, not this music. No. No. Okay, this will have to do. As my next guest, I'm proud to welcome uh, Frank Turpin. Glad to be here. A political analyst and author of the book, Obama-Rama Drama. And sir, where did that name come from? 
Well, no one could miss the drama surrounding the election uh, and the first few months of the Obama presidency. Well, let's cut right to the chase. Is the excitement and the drama, as you say, due to the fact that he is of a of an ethnic background that's different from all the other presidents? In large, yes, I would have to say that, that he has broken uh, what we call the glass ceiling. I see. Not only for himself, but for people of <clears throat> shared ethnicity mm-hmm. and uh, people of other uh, ethnic backgrounds, that uh, nothing is impossible. Well, let me ask... Uh, I must also add... Okay, go ahead. ...that uh, it's also partly due to his campaign promises, especially his slogan, his slogan of promise for the future. Ah, yes, the well-known slogan, cats rule, dogs drool. Now, do you believe that he has captured more the younger constituency? Just just a moment, just just a moment. Yes, yes, yes. What slogan was that? Slogan? The slogan you quoted a moment ago. Well, his yes, we can. That's not what you said a moment ago. I'm sure it was. No, I'm sorry, it wasn't. You said something about cats ruling and dogs drooling. I never said anything along those... If you brought me here to somehow mock me, I don't no, think that No, 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 no. I, I'm not mocking you, sir. We're here to discuss you and your book, Catarama Drama. What? Because I feel it's an important... You did it again. You... What? You, you did it again. You said Catarama Drama. No, I didn't. Look, are we here to discuss Mr. Obama and his political influence? Are we here to talk about cats? Cats, of course. What did you Mr. say? Mr. Obama, of course. That's not what you said. Look, I'm starting to think that maybe you're here to disrupt my show with these oddball claims oddball that you're making. Cl- that's it. I'm leaving. Well, I'm never coming I, back on this show ever well, again. Well, all right, that's, to that's fine with me, then. That's that's just the cat's pajamas. Oh, hi, Miss Schmackelheimer. I... Hope you're getting used to our new building here. This is the new building, huh? So why do we keep moving? Is it because you're not paying the rent anymore no, no. or something? Are you hiding from creditors? No, 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 no. The last building was dissolved. Don't you remember that? No, the, uh... but that's okay. It doesn't really matter because it doesn't concern me. It has something to do with you and your little life. My wa- as long as it has a pool. I'm happy. Paolo and I can spend some quality time. Yeah. Out by the pool with a refreshing beverage. Right. A new pool boy to come by and, you know, fan me with those big palm fronds. And uh, uh-huh. we'll be hunkadora. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, I have noticed this strange little cat, this little kitty hanging around. Oh, um, Arnie mentioned that. I bet it's that cat that I adopted when we were homeless. Uh, so you've seen it wandering around here in this new studios? Are you telling me you didn't know the cat was here? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, I uh-huh. just... And you didn't notice all the cat toys all over the place? The feathers, the balls with the bells in them? Cat toys? Cat toys. Cat toy over there. See the little feather on the, st- on the stick? That's oh, a yeah. cat toy. See the little wiffle ball with the bell in it? That's a cat toy. They're everywhere. You can't turn around without running into or stepping on some cat toy. You know what's funny? I never noticed those before. <sighs> okay, I'm going to the pool. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye now. Hi ho, Mr. Bell. What is this, Grand Central Station? Gee, look what I found in the hall. What? Come on in here. Come on. Move along. Move along. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It's one of Arnie's cowlets. It must have gotten loose. It's not a cowlet, Brad. It's a cat. Ooh, just had a little deja vu there. So it's a cat, huh? Is this your cat? I guess it is, Brad. Uh, this is the one that I adopted when I was homeless. Uh, well, I found her outside playing in a huge pile of cat toys. In a huge pile of what now? Does she have a name? I, I think so. I think, I think I call her Little Miss Fur because she's furry. Oh, that's so sweet. Does she have a first name? Yes, I believe she does. I think it's Lucy. I think I'll go back to my office now, Mr. Bell, as soon as I find it. Uh, Thank you for bringing the cat by there, Brad. Hello, cat. Uh, I guess you followed us here to our new building. It's funny I don't remember you being here. And deep down inside you somewhere is my soul. So, uh, you gonna give it back or what? Phone call. 
must make very important phone call. Yes, important phone call right away. I don't think we're ever going to get rid of these pay phones left over from when Aunt Harriet owned the place. Yes, making a call, making a very important call. Frantic feline fun and frolic, how may I help you? I'd like to place an order, please. My name is John Bell. Mr. Bell, how wonderful <laughs> to hear from you again. Yes. How can we help our favorite customer? Well, I'd like to order a dozen of the uh, Fat Cat Electric Wounded Birds. Perfect. And, uh, let's see, a gross of the micro-mousies. Got that, a cold gross, huh? The cat loves those things. I bet he does. And, uh, let's see, one of the doggy death rays. Doggy uh, death ray, we got two in stock. You want the ultra death ray or the super ultra? Oh, boy. Uh, does the super ultra come with the extra battery packs? Absolutely. I'll take that one. Okay. I need the usual 55-gallon drum of catnip. Catnip, oh, you like it nippy, do you? Uh, well, <laughs> the cat does. I, I can't. I don't imbibe myself. Of course. I don't want her to claw my eyes out. Say no more. And the all-new, high-powered, industrial-strength claw sharpener. Oh, that's a good one. Be careful with that one, though. She's already gone through three sofas. What can I say? (laughs) Super duper. Next morning shipping? Yes, as always. And you want to put this on your Visa Visa card? Put her on it. That total is... Four hundred fifty-seven ninety-eight. Oh, you must have a lot of really happy cats, Mr. Bell. No, no, just one. Wow. <laughs> you must really love that cat. I love it from the bottom of my soul. Thanks for calling. I guess I'll talk to you again in another few hours. You can bet on it. <laughs> now, who was I just on the phone with? I. This is also very confusing. I, I, I don't know. It's like, it's like. I'm missing something here. I, I, I don't know how to get it all together again. I, Mr. Bell, maybe you should search your soul. Search my soul, huh? Kitty, 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 come here. Um, hello, cat. Um, soul, are you in there? Open wide. Ow, oh, oh. Dagnabbit, you're not in there, are you? Yes, we are. We're in here. Definitely in here. We're here. Uh, we who are we? Where are your soul? Your soul. You think there's only one? A single entity? There's a lot of us in here. How could there be a lot of you or me? I mean, I'm just one person. Oh, no, you're more than one person. Everybody's more than one You're the person, person you are. You're the person you've been. You're the person you should have been. You're the person you may be. You're the person who thought about not being the person you are. You're the person who decided not to be what you should have been. You're the person who decided to be what you might not have been. So you're the culmination of all my choices? Yes, no, sort of. Kind of. Not exactly. Definitely. Definitely not. Okay, I get it. You can't be defined. So you define it's something you cannot define? That's a definition. I'm hungry. You're hungry? Don't forget. You're hearing this filtered through a cat's brain. Scratch my ear. Oh, yeah. By the way, does a cat have a soul? This one does. This one does. does. Oh, ha-ha, very funny. Say, does one sense of humor come from one's soul? No, that's the brain. That's the brain. You're thinking of the brain. How about love? Brain. The brain. The brain. And the other emotions. Brain again. You're thinking brain. That's brain. So love and sense of humor and emotions have nothing to do with the soul. Never said Didn't that. Didn't say that. You jump into conclusions. Didn't say Try that. again. Well, if they don't come from the soul, then... Yes. Yes. Go on. They... Feed the soul? Not bad. Simplistically speaking. He's not as stupid as he looks. Who could be? So, how's my soul? Big, left-handed, Wait, wait, what? what? Wait, wait a minute. All right, I'm sorry I asked. I just want to know if I have a... a good one.
like Blue Book Value, value on open market stock overall to this point? estimates for the future? You're not going to tell me, are you? That's right. Sure not. Yeah, no, not a word. that would be that telling. Would be that telling. would be telling. What do you think? What do, what you, do you think? What do you think? Um, basically sound, but could always use improvement. Hello? Hello, am I right? Hello? Yes, just a second, Arnie. Cat, run off and play or whatever it is that you do. What is it, Arnie? You have another guest in your studio, Mr. Bell. I don't remember scheduling another. This isn't the kind of guest that you schedule, Mr. Bell. This is the kind of guest that makes his own schedule. What kind of person makes her own schedule? Mr. Bell, he's with the ISP. Hmm? The ESP? Try again. IRA. Maybe getting closer. IRS? That's the one. He's, He's with, with the, the IRS. IRS! All right, Arnie, I'll go in and talk to him. Good luck, Mr. Bell. I'm moving to another country and changing my name. Bye. Right. They told me they may come in and ask me about some of my back taxes. I may as well go on in. How bad could this be? I've been waiting for you. Oh, that bad. <clears throat> Hello, how are you? You may dispense with the pleasantries. Well, I've come back to the studio to talk about my taxes. You should not have come back. Yeah, I'm starting to feel that way myself, but I did have this question I did need to ask you. It is pointless to resist. Uh-huh. Anyway, if you could look at this tax form, please. I have you now. That doesn't sound very reassuring. Perhaps you think you're being treated Oh, no, 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 no. No. Apology accepted. Anyway, I think I may owe a little bit here. I'm here to put you back on schedule. I'd like to do that, but I'm a little short of money right now. Don't make me destroy you. Look, if I don't have money, how can I pay? Give yourself to the dark side. Now, wait a minute. That wasn't the deal. I am altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. By the way, how did you find out that I fudged a bit of my deductions here? You underestimate the power of the dark side. Look, you can't intimidate me. Say, is that real? I was I'll be right back. I'm getting some water, okay? I'll be right back. <sighs> I don't think my heart can take any more surprises today. Mr. Bell, yeah, I, once again, have taken care of everything. I have solved all the problems, as always. It must be left to me. I'm the only one who seems to know what's going on. The cat no longer owns your soul. The cat no longer? Oh, oh that's great, Miss Schmackelheimer. How did you do it? How did you get my soul away from the cat? It was easy. I had a little talk with Lucy. I just explained to her that it would make far more sense for her to give up your soul. And then I gave her some stinky fish kibble. And she's happy. You mean she gave up my soul for stinky fish kibble? Oh, sure. It happens all the time. I mean, what else is it worth besides some stinky fish kibble? <sighs> Thank you, Miss Schmackelheimer. I'm so glad to have my soul back. Uh, wait, wait, Mr. Bell. Hmm? I said that the cat no longer owns your soul. I never said that you have it back. You have been listening to episode 86 of Bells in the Bat Free. All contents are copyright 2009 by John Bell. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time. Hey, Billy, why do you look so down? Aw, oh, Dad, I got a computer, a PlayStation, and a barn full of iguanas, and I'm still bored. <sighs> Gee, Billy, when I was your age, I would read lots of stories in pulp magazines. Oh, with stories of weird adventure and fantasy, horror, satire, and lots of action. Wow, that sounds great, Dad. Yeah, I sure wish there was something like that right now. <laughs> there is Daddy-O. Who are you? 
I'm Dr. Mary Von Rocksprocket, host of the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour, and now there's... Yeah? Twisted Pulp Magazine! <laughs> What's that, Doctor? Why, it is a return to greatness! Available on all your digital devices! That is what it is! Look! Whoa! Dad, this looks awesome! Exciting and, dare I say it, very unwholesome. You definitely have that right, my good man. Ha ha! Thanks, Dr. Mary! My pleasure, Billy. And just between you and me, I am not sure that this man is really your father. Bye! Dad? Uh, just read your Twisted Pulp magazine, Billy. Twisted Pulp magazine! Available! In dark alleyways behind meth labs everywhere. Or at digitalvaudeville.com. That is D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com.